Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today's inspiration is a Vox article titled The Best Advice We Got in 2023. These are expert-approved tips, both big and small, to take you into 2024 and beyond. This article was written by Ali Volpe, a senior reporter at Vox, who collected a bunch of brilliant responses to this question, and I found them to be either enlightening or at least a great reminder. Because if I'm honest, it does feel like we're all, especially me, looking for a quick fix. I'm always convinced that one notebook or a new computer or a new organizing strategy is going to change my messy life. But that's kind of how life is. Messy. We're all doing our best to get by. And if we treat others with respect in a world that's flawed and messy and unequal, we're actually doing much better than we think we are. And I will take this time to remind each of us that there are a million ways up a mountain. There's no one-size-fits-all approach to happiness. And if I break it down to the most basic premise, anything that brings joy to yourself or others or both, is worth pursuing. How we make meaning in our lives, despite the challenges we face, those are the things that bring us closer to our ideal, best, most fulfilled life. As Jeffrey Hall, a professor of communication studies and the director of the Relationship and Technology Lab at the University of Kansas says, the most impactful thing to do is have a meaningful conversation with someone you really like face-to-face every day. 
The second best is to have a daily conversation that fits into this criteria. Either the chat is face-to-face, it's with someone you're close with, or at the very least, it's a high-quality discussion, meaning you're catching up, you're laughing, or you're getting deep about something. Because as much as we want to say we're reclusive and we're homebodies, humans are social creatures. And sure, there is no magical formula telling us just how much social interaction we need, and some weeks we'll need more than others. But for me, I can truly say, interacting with other people at least once a day does a lot for my well-being, whether it be on the phone or in my neighborhood. Sometimes a five-minute conversation is all I needed to pull me out from my own head and back into the real world, which means you should send the text already. If you're thinking of a friend who you haven't talked to in a while and you want to send them some well wishes, you gotta stop yourself from questioning if they'll think it's weird or if they'll respond because that's how we talk ourselves out of doing things that help us feel more fulfilled. But plenty of studies show that doing the nice thing by sending the text or saying the compliment or mailing out the thank you note is not only typically well-received, but it makes you feel good too. Being a kind person who does nice things for other people is a symbiotic process for yourself because you actually end up improving your own well-being by being a more thoughtful and kind person to the community. So especially if you've been caught up in your own bullshit lately, see if you can zoom out a bit and find new ways to focus on others, not to ignore your own problems, but instead to put them into a more realistic perspective. The next piece of advice from the article is when speaking with kids, let them lead. Children are some of the most interesting conversation partners, especially once you get them going. To get there, resist the urge to fill the space and let them guide the conversation. It often takes kids a lot more time to find the language or work out what they want to say. So be patient and ask encouraging questions to let the kid direct the flow. They will naturally lead the conversation towards shit they are interested in, as most people do. So ask about their hobbies, their favorite TV shows, their favorite subjects, and see what they can share with you before you show off your skills. You might be surprised at how much little ones can teach us about the way we see the world. The next piece of advice is on how to apologize. An effective apology has six and a half components, according to Marjorie Engel and Susan McCarthy, the authors of the book, Sorry, 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 The Case for Good Apologies. And the first of those steps does start with the words, I apologize, or I am sorry. But that's not all. Once you've apologized, you should say the specific reason you're apologizing, the thing that you did. And from there, you can verbally acknowledge why those actions hurt the other person. Only then can you offer an explanation for why you did what you did. But I need to clarify, this is not your time to make excuses or justify it. It's actually just to offer your perspective so you can clarify and ease certain insecurities that it might have been personal. By explaining why you did it, it can offer the other person perspective. But again, this is not a trial. You are not making excuses. And if you feel like you need to be more defensive, what works for me is to back up, zoom out, and remind myself that we're on the same team and I want them to understand my perspective, but not feel drowned out by it. 
So after you've explained why you did what you did, but once the basic explanation of your perspective is out, you must verbalize a plan for how you're going to avoid the infraction again in the future. So if the same circumstances arise, how will you respond to make sure that the same feelings don't get miscommunicated or trampled upon or whatever happened? And finally, you should offer to fix what's broken. And if it isn't something you can physically replace, it doesn't mean you can't suggest certain things as a peace offering while also recognizing there will be things that cannot be replaced. That said, if you knock someone's lamp over or aren't spending enough time with your cousin, the obvious thing to do is to offer to replace or rectify that. But none of these steps in apologizing matter if you're not listening. You must actively engage to listen and try to understand the person or the people you've wronged. It is about their emotions and their experience, not yours. All of this can and should be adjusted to fit the seriousness of the infraction. And while things might not be applicable in all situations, this is why listening can be so important because making up for your bad deed will become more obvious once you've come to understand how you've actually affected the other person. In general, though, don't apologize and then say but. And don't say sorry you were offended or I'm sorry you feel bad because that's a real sneaky way to take the blame off of yourself and put it back on the person that you've hurt. And even if they were responsible for portions of it, we're not addressing that right now. We can do it later. What we need to address is the emotion they're experiencing now from that particular infraction. And if there are different things to discuss connected to the same issue, that needs to be a separate conversation at a separate time. Authentic, sincere apologies feel clear and aren't just there to clear the air and get rid of the problem, but they're genuine and they typically lead to a deeper conversation so that both parties can feel a deeper sense of understanding on the why and we can move forward in a way that makes us feel safer in the environment or in the context because we've already addressed this problem and addressed how we'll move forward from it. And the final bit of advice I wanted to share from this piece is to ignore all of this if it doesn't align with your life. Advice is only good if it feels applicable to you. If it doesn't gel with your life, if it's not practical, if it doesn't make sense, it might be advice for someone else, not you. As I always say, take what resonates, leave what doesn't, and try not to stress so much about the why or the how. Either way, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com